Going to turn things over to Mark Weber for the first full hour of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. How you doing? Doing all right. How about you? I feel blessed. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I feel blessed. Um, nobody got hurt at your house, right? No, sir. You knew? Uh, no. I think, I, I think where we were, we were fortunate enough to be just south of everything as it was happening. Yeah, me too. And I, I feel very blessed today to uh, report that all is well. Um, and so how many tornadoes are they saying that we had now? Confirmed 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Well, on today's edition of Garden Talk, folks, uh, the number one thing that we need your help with is we need to raise some money. We need to help these people that have had their lives just ripped out from beneath it. If you haven't driven through this part of town, um, I'm not you know, encouraging to just watch the news broadcast, but it is, um, it's humbling. And these people need our help. And the number one way that you can help is they need money. We need to raise about $20,000 right now for food because these people, they don't have any power. They don't have any, anything over the roof of their head. They don't even have a refrigerator and they need food. So I want you to do me a big favor and go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief and you can make a donation that can help feed our friends, our neighbors, and help them get out of this mess. As we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to this very special edition of Garden Talk with me, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. My name is Mark Weber. I've hosted... Garden Talk here for 28 plus years, and I will have to tell you, in 28 plus years of doing radio, um, we've done through a hurricane with Hurricane Ike, um, we've gone through droughts, we've gone through floods, but I am sad to say I've never done tornadoes. <laughs> um, I've seen tornadoes, I've actually lived through a tornado. Um, but to see no less than 15 tornadoes or 14 or whatever the number we're at right now, it is breathtaking. Um, it's humbling. If you're not one that has been touched by this thing and you have been living under a rock, that's all I can say. Um, the number one thing that these people need right now, folks, is food. Just think about it. Just think about if in your situation, if you did not have electricity, you did not have a roof over your head, 
you did not have, and you'd spent all the money that you had in your pocket at that very moment in time, because frankly, how were they supposed to plan for this? Nobody can plan for this. They don't have money. (laughs) If you don't have money, you don't have food. And if you don't have food, that's not good for your health. These people need basic raw things like food. We need your help right now. And the station is really doing the right thing by trying to get you, the listeners, to donate a little bit of your hard-earned cash to a really good thing. Please, 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 from the bottom of my heart, all the years that you've listened to Garden Talk for free and got tons and tons of free advice from me that I have given you, please just take a few minutes and open up your wallet and help us raise some money for our friends, our neighbors, and maybe our family if it's somebody you're related to. Simply to do. Go to whio.com forward slash and then type in tornado relief. That's T O R N A D O relief, R E L I E F. And give a little bit. I know I'm going to do today. And I hope you do because these people need our help. Um, where do we begin today? <laughs> It's going to be three hours of memorable radio. We're going to talk about what happened from a tree structural standpoint. We're going to talk about what to do with trees that have been damaged by these extraordinarily high winds. I really want you to listen today at around 7 o'clock, 7.04 Eastern. We're going to be talking with Jesse Mack, one of the meteorologists at Channel 7, And we're going to talk about what winds do to trees, particularly winds at this frequency. And I'm going to give you some analysis that you're not going to get any other place on the planet today. I'm going to be talking about how you can, for those of you that still have trees in these, I'm going to call them tornado zones, or some things that need to happen to these trees if there's any chance they might survive. And some of them, I can tell you from what I have seen with my inspections, are not going to survive. The level of destruction is true dramatic. Um, This was amazing on so many different levels. But there's also some lessons to be learned from this event. And those lessons to be learned are that maintenance matters. And we're going to talk a lot today, a lot, about the way that we manage and care for our landscape and the very basic foundations of things that we talk about here on Garden Talk have only magnified when we do the wrong thing, particularly in these type of wind events, particularly to trees. I saw more tree failures this week that uh, some of which were completely uncontrollable. But a lot, a lot could have been that those plants could probably likely could have survived this event had the property owner or the tree managers properly pruned the trees, didn't hit them with lawnmowers and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. And we're going to talk about how you should work with only certified arborists to fix these issues. Uh, I saw so many things this week, safety-wise, that just made my skin crawl. 
Um, if you are having somebody work on your trees on your property, they should have a hard hat on. They should have a safety glasses on. They should have chainsaw chaps on. They should have what we call PPEs on, and they should be having safety eyewear on. This is dangerous stuff. These plants that have gone through purgatory, many of which are spring-loaded, meaning that they are twisted and turned, and they're under these forces that are powerful. And if you cut them wrong, if you remove them wrong, there's a really good chance that the person who's involved with removing them is going to be struck and likely could be struck dead. We don't need anybody to die today, okay? Um, so I'm going to give you a website, and it's called treesaregood.org. That's treesaregood.org. Um, I think it's really important that you work with um, – Qualified, certified arborists of the International Society of Arboriculture. There, we are blessed here in Dayton, Ohio, with some very good tree companies that are certified arborists. These people uh, work very hard. They pass tests. They are knowledgeable about trees. And most importantly, the vast majority of them are working under the auspices of safety. Safety matters. Everybody needs to come home every night. We don't need any fatalities. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have been affected by this event, I beg you, I plead with you to work with certified arborists regarding your tree situation. Um, we're going to talk a lot today also about where we go from here. Um, I think some of the neighborhoods that I have seen are going to be treeless. I don't know how else to say it. Um, places that I have known and grown to love are gone, <laughs> um, particularly the trees. And we're going to talk about how we need to replant and how we need to rebuild and how we need to think about the future. Because I'm going to tell a story today about a sycamore tree that I planted in somebody's yard that survived probably a 130, 140-mile-an-hour wind this week. And I'm going to tell you why it survived. And I'm going to talk a lot today about uh, you, but I also today want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories about tree damage. I want to hear your stories about this event. Um, the open, We're going to leave the lines wide open today at 457-1290. We're here for three hours, and we remind you, and we're going to remind you till the cows come home, so to speak. That's my uh, upbringing coming in there. But uh, we're going to talk to the point of nauseam how we want you to help us help those folks that have been, their lives have been ripped out. I mean, just destroyed. These people do not have homes. These people don't, can't even sleep in their own house because it's dangerous. And we need your help to, to feed them. We really do. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief where you can donate. We'd love to hear from you today. And when we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast right here on Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium and in 2015 completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. For 40 years, Heil Brothers has been serving the Miami Valley. Our thoughts and prayers go out to those who have been affected by the recent storms. To help with cleanup, we have chains, parts, and bars for most makes and models. Plus, we brought in shipments of steel, Husqvarna, and Echo chainsaw as well as Briggs & Stratton generators to help get power to those affected. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 9 to 2. We're located at 2218 Wilmington Pike in Kettering. Count on Heil Brothers to help you weather the storm. Donating to United Way of the Greater Dayton area is an opportunity to support those in need in our community. United Way ensures your dollars go toward helping people live their best lives. Every donation helps shape a better path for everyone. Because what affects one affects us all. We take care of our own. United Way fights poverty, hunger, and violence in our community. We need you to join the fight. Donate today by texting Miami Valley to 41444. That's all one word, Miami Valley to 41444. Tune in to WHIO Radio on Sundays from 4 until 5 p.m. and listen to the experts from Debt Free for Good as they share with you how to live while getting out of debt smarter and faster without having to sacrifice your lifestyle. Again, it's Sunday from 4 until 5 p.m. here on WHIO. The four Noble of Honor salutes military defenders of freedom. U.S. Army Airborne Private First Class James H. Pee Wee Martin will be honored at a 75th anniversary D-Day ceremony at the Air Force Museum Theater June 20th. Thank you from your Dayton Area 4 dealers and radio technologies his whole neighborhood is totally gone from all of us here at 1290 and 95.7 whio thank you miami valley for sharing your emotional stories with us your your father's neighborhood you say the neighborhood was destroyed yes and for trusting us to keep your family safe hi everybody welcome back to whio radio let's check out the updated weather forecast from new center seven Few areas of fog developing towards the south of I-70 today. Temperatures near 60 degrees. Mostly sunny to start, partly cloudy by the time we get into the afternoon with a chance for showers and storms returning from north to south in the late afternoon and lasting into the evening hours. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, a few passing showers. Much cooler temperatures expected for Sunday, high of 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar right now shows overcast skies. We've got some light shower activity here, there, in the next place. We'll keep an eye on that as well. It's 61 up at the airport, 62 in Springboro, 58 in Xenia. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton News and Talk. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to Garden Talk with Mark Weber, and I'd love to hear your voices today at 457-1290 in this very special edition of Garden Talk. And, uh, um, it's, a lot has happened to everybody in this town, and we want to hear about hear about your story. So let's go talk to Dan. And uh, 
Dan, good morning, and uh, welcome to WHIO Radio. Hey, good morning, Mark. Thanks for having me. Um, I just wanted to throw in a quick comment uh, about the certified arborist. Uh, I'm actually not a certified arborist, but I have been uh, cutting trees for a long time. Um, I've been out since Monday uh, helping clear uh, just the utter destruction that you've seen. And while I have seen a lot of what you have uh, mentioned as far as people not being safe, not knowing what they're doing, um, there are a lot of us out there that aren't certified that do know what we're doing and do know how to, you know, properly take care of the tree that's down. Because um, a lot of the neighborhoods I've been in, uh, these people, their insurance companies won't won't cover tree removal um, as far as, you know, in the yard and in the backyard. And on the house is a different story. Uh, uh, Dan, can I, Dan, can I interrupt you for a moment? Yeah. I want to ask you a question. Yes. A simple question. What is the safety, ANSI safety, safety standard for arboriculture? Say that again. I'm having a hard time hearing you. <laughs> what, is this, what is the name of the safety standard for arboricultural operations in the United States of America? That, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. And that would tell me, Dan, that you don't understand safety. Okay? And, and please, please don't take offense to this. But, Dan, no. that's the reason why you want to hire a certified arborist not somebody who doesn't know what the safety standards are for arboriculture. I'm sorry, but Dan, you need to become a qualified arborist. Qualified arborists are found at treesaregood.org, period. (laughs) I am sorry to hurt Dan's feelings, but ladies and gentlemen, tree removal is one of the most dangerous occupations there is on the planet. So let's not mess around with your safety. 457-1290, and I'm sorry, folks, that you had me, but I knew by asking that question that Dan would not have a clue what the answer was because Dan's not qualified. 457-1290, as we begin this morning's broadcast, a couple different things as we begin today. I'm going to begin by saying that I'm so glad that you are here. We need to help these people. Um, these people need food. These people need our help. Um, you can do so by making a donation to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. All the proceeds of this goes directly to the Dayton Food Bank. We're trying to raise no less than $20,000 to for two for eight different locations for next week um, they are trying to put this together on a very quick uh, um, pace and we need your help as quickly as possible so please donate we need your help um, later on this morning I'm going to be talking a little bit how to manage storm damaged trees um, and we're going to talk a lot about how much of the canopy is gone and how much of that canopy can be gone before you can decide to keep it or not. The thing that I'm going to say is with the trees that I have seen in these neighborhoods, a lot of which are not going to be able to recover. I am sorry, they are not going to be going to be able to recover. And the reason being is, is because they've lost way too many leaves and more so they have lost too many branches. Um, The other thing that's going to come into play with this whole event as well is the post damage. Um, when you are cutting and removing plant parts and they are large in, in diameter, 
is some of the pruning cuts that I have seen this week, that a lot of these plants are not going to be able to become sustainable, meaning that the wounds that are in them are going to be so large, you're going to lead to long-term decay. So the general rule of thumb is, is unless you can prune the plant and minimize the amount of injury to it, this plant is not likely going to be able to recover. So all intents and purposes, we're going to be looking at a lot of new tree plantings in many of our neighborhoods, around our homes. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but the other thing that comes with it is, is a lot of these plants need to be removed and they need to be removed safely by qualified individuals, meaning people that are certified arborists. And if they're not a certified arborist, you should ask for them to prove that they're a certified arborist. And there's unfortunately people that are going to be running around today talking about how they are certified arborists since they're going to hear this broadcast. And the way that you verify their certification is at treesaregood.org. Um, anybody can become a certified arborist, but it requires you to, to study and more so pass a test. And uh, for those people who do so, those are the people that you want to pick and choose to do your removal work in and around your landscape. And remember, certified arborists also have to follow a code of ethics. Unlike other people in other professions, code of ethics do matter with certified arborists. 457-1290. Also, we're going to talk a little bit today also, if you've got a lot of debris and brush on your lawn, um, a lot of that is going to smother and kill out the grass. And we are going to need to talk about how to fix that problem as well. Um, and we're also going to be taking your calls. Also, a reminder, too, that we do need to raise funds for these poor people. And you can do so by going to whio.com forward slash tornado relief, where you can make a, a donation and to help these people so we can get them some food. I mean, they need some food right now. When we come back, we're going to go in the garden and talk about how to manage trees that have been damaged by tornadoes and high winds. And more so, take your calls. Phone lines are beginning to fill up at 457-1290 on this very special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this weekend. The Dayton area may have some time ahead of it to recover from Memorial Day storms, but the progress made has been nothing short of remarkable. Another chance for showers and storms could affect your plans today. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic, keeping our eyes on those major freeways as well as the surface streets throughout the Miami Valley. Not seeing any major uh, accidents or road work going on now on those freeways to slow you down. We are seeing that there is a hazards vehicle on Shiloh Springs Road near Salem Avenue. 
It is our top story. The Dayton area, a long road ahead of it. For after a confirmed 15 tornadoes decimated parts of the area, this includes an EF4 with winds up to 170 miles an hour. The National Weather Service saying that storm traveled 19 miles and was over half a mile wide. Locations everywhere offering support, including food and some shelter for St. John's Lutheran Church in Salina. Something else. Church members say the most important way to help may simply be to listen. I think it helps them. It's a way of their therapy and to get over it and just to tell their story. And we love listening to it. That's WHIO's James Ryder. For all the information on how you can help in the storm response efforts, visit whio.com forward slash tornado relief and you'll find all the information you'll need there. Well, DPNL crews working hard all week to restore power to the area after these after these storms. The company's saying that the progress they've made is completely due to the 1,500 people working almost continuously to assist in the recovery. More than 60,000 customers out of more than 70,000 who lost power now have their power back. The current outage number is just over 9,500. Dayton Power and Lighting releasing a statement that they plan on getting things back to well over 90% restored by the start of the next work week. Now we'll be keeping you updated on the latest outage numbers as crews continue to work on restoring it to 100%. Well, many communities are faced with having to remove tons of debris, but city leaders are cautioning everyone that burning the debris, that's out of the question. The Public Health Department is reminding citizens that open burning of storm debris is prohibited in city limits. The state of Ohio has strict rules against burning any waste material, including storm debris, within city limits as well. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. Residents are encouraged to contact their local municipalities for damage removal. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable weather forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Areas of fog have developed, especially towards the south of I-70. Otherwise, most of us starting with mostly sunny skies and temperatures near 60 degrees. As we go throughout the day, a chance for storms late in the day, 81 degrees for the high temperature. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar still showing quite a lot of moisture in the air for the start of the Saturday. Now, there could still be some areas of dense fog somewhere with... Uh, uh, in some places throughout the area, keep that in mind, especially if you're going to be out driving. But there is going to be a chance for it almost to feel drizzly in some areas. 59 degrees in Troy, 57 in Springfield, 61 in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, Pete you here to tell you that if you're looking for the very best selection of your favorite garden plants, we grow over 125 varieties of tomatoes, peppers, cabbage, broccoli, cucumber, okra, cantaloupe, and eggplants. And if you haven't tried our famous neighbor beater tomato plants, come out and pick up a few and enjoy the best taste you ever had from your garden. They taste so good, you'll wish you planted more. And remember, neighbor beater garden plants are sold only at our garden center at 1309 Brand Pike. So get out that shovel and start digging. It's time for gardens, bedding plants, rose bushes, vines, and ground covers, shade trees and shrubs, bird baths and fountains, and so much more. So join the green revolution and come out and see us at 1309 Brand Pike. Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. 
It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. The home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks, among their hundreds of trucks, plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you, the buying experience is easy. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to DaveKehlChevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Nest device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. You're listening to Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. On Monday, we experienced winds in excess in many places over 140 miles an hour. And by the way, a structurally sufficient tree begins to break at about 92 to 94 miles an hour. So for intensive purposes, the trees that were in the mat in this path of destruction have been torqued, they have been twisted, they have been pulled in directions that are unthinkable. These plants, um, if they did survive, have catastrophic injuries that uh, need to be assessed by a qualified professional. And let me define to you what a qualified professional is. That's a person who has expert knowledge based on science, based on training, based on education. So I would strongly recommend you work with a qualified, certified arborist. And those are the folks that should be assessing the trees affected by the winds of this event. Trees that are likely to survive five to 10 years for many cases should be removed because the the damages and the injuries are so catastrophic that the plant probably has no likelihood of ever sealing or managing the decay pockets that are going to, to occur. And these plants are likely to become even more dangerous as time goes along. The general rule is if the crown's condition or the damage to the trunk is severe, the tree should go. The general rule is if 75% of the crown of the tree, and that's the upper branches have been destroyed, the tree should be removed. And unfortunately, the wounding that occurred to many of these plants related to the bending and twisting and debris that smashed into their trunks and and parts will likely um, not recover as well. So I would strongly urge you, if you have a tree that survived this event, Have it checked out. Have it inspected by a qualified, certified professional. Because that plant has value and more so, it may be a plant that can can be a survivor tree. A survivor tree that survived one of the greatest storm events that we've ever seen. And a plant that will only give us back 
so much shade, so much beauty, and so much color. And also show us how that we all do care and want to make this world a better place. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to a very special edition of Garden Talk with me, Mark Weber. I want to hear from you today at 457-1290. Don't forget, we are trying to desperately raise funds to help our friends, neighbors um, with food. They need food. Uh, We need to raise $20,000 by Monday morning. Uh, We need you to go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief because everybody wants to help these people. I want to help these people. These people need help. If you haven't seen, their their houses are gone. They have no electricity. They have no refrigerator. And and we're talking people that probably have already spent everything they had in their pocket on Monday night on self-preservation. These people need food. They need water. And the best way to help them is open your pocketbook up and give them um, a donation. And go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Let's head to the telephone lines. And let's go talk to Michael. Michael, good morning, and uh, welcome to WHIO Radio. Good morning, good sir. How are you this morning? I am well, sir. So the reason I'm calling in this morning is because I have heard the conversation about having a certified arborist um, as far as tree removal from the property. And there was a gentleman that called in um, talking about how he had been removing trees since Monday. My question is, what resources are there for people that – do not have the means to be able to afford a certified arborist. First of all, list, the connotation um, the connotation that a certified arborist is more expensive than a, than a regular Joe is completely false. And let right, me I'm let me uh, but let me the, let me let me ask yes, you well, let me let me let me finish the, finish my response, sir. Would you go to a physician that did not was not licensed, or someone who never went to college? to get a degree in medical science. Would you allow if them to, would they, to well, let, this, please answer my question. And would you want to work, would you want someone to work on you that did not have a code of ethics that they had to follow? I understand that. And I understand what you're saying. I'm, mm-hmm. All I'm asking is, are there resources or is there someone out there that's volunteering for people that haven't met their deductible yet, can't afford to, go and hire either a non-certified or a certified. You're asking me to answer a financial question. I can't, but I can only tell you that the vast majority of certified arborists that I know and am acquainted with that are my colleagues have insurance, have safety training, have electrical hazard awareness training, follow all the requirements of OSHA, which you're required to follow by law anyway. Right. And more so, if they basically take advantage of you financially in some way or shape or form, which I highly doubt, you can turn them into the ISA, the International Society of Arboriculture, under an ethics clause. It was about two or three weeks ago, Channel 7 ran this story about, uh, oh, there was over... 90 tree businesses in Southwest Ohio 
and 70 some of them um, aren't have any insurance whatsoever have no Mm -hmm. no workers comp and more so have a a plethora of complaints at the BBB but my point being is (laughs) this is dangerous work this is scary work been a lot of uh, people you know going to the hospital for the cleanup efforts I don't, but um, and what I'm, I'm saying, saying, I'm being, being respectful to you, sir. I'm not going to argue with you about oh, this. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to. But I, I'm, all I'm asking is, can we make a list? Is there some sort of list that can be made somewhere of arborists that are willing to uh, donate or work with someone as far as payment plans or anything? I'm not asking for financial help or anything, but is there you'd a have list to work with You'd have to work with the individual arborists, sir. Gotcha. I mean, I, okay. I mean, I, I, the problem is, 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 like I said, you're asking me to, 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 to I, can't, I can't even begin to create a list like that. But okay. I would suggest you work with certified arborists because this is the difference between amateur hour and professional hour. And the okay. bottom is, is these trees that have been ripped out of the ground and thrown about are loaded with forces that you can't see. Right. They've got what they call kinetic energy. And the realization is if you cut them the wrong way or remove them the wrong way, they go the wrong direction and they do more damage than they've already done. And more so, they become incredibly dangerous because these are serious hazards. And if you don't manage a hazard correctly, it becomes more dangerous than it needs to become. And then someone gets whacked or killed. And, and I, I witnessed this stuff this week. I was on the ground down, down in these neighborhoods, and I saw these quote-unquote tree guys with no hard hats, no steel-toe shoes, no chainsaw chaps. I saw a guy with shorts on, with no shirt on, with a cigarette in his mouth, cutting with a chainsaw. That is dangerous, okay? That's not, that violates every standard of care there is. So why do we want to put, why do we want to cause more heartache, more potential injury, or even death to human beings? Haven't we have enough misery in one week already? Okay, Michael. That's what I'm saying. It's better to be safe. It's better, better. It's better to be safe than it is to put someone's life in danger. And what I'm saying to you is, the better of choices is a qualified, certified arborist. Don't be cheap. If you go to cheap way, you don't know what you're getting. I understand what you're saying. I wish you the best, Michael. And thanks for your call, ladies and gentlemen. I need your help. These people need your help. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. We ask you to donate and give some money. Help these people. We need to raise $20,000 by Monday morning. We need your help. 457-1290. If you'd like a comment or be part of Garden Talk, we would like to talk to you. Give us a call, and uh, shortly we'll be talking to uh, Rich Pearson. But now let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is leaf lettuce. And uh, if you're paying two to four bucks a bag in the grocery store, you'll be delighted to learn that you can grow your own lettuce and save money, too. It's easy. Really easy. Plus, another great uh, point is it tastes great as well. At my house this week, we are picking leaf lettuce. We have got green and red leaf lettuce. 
It is as delicate as a butter stick, and it is delightfully fun to eat and tastes so much different than than anything you could ever buy in the grocery store. Keep in mind that lettuce can easily be grown in a pot or a container with a good soilless potting mix. And it's a crop that can be planted right now today. Within probably a week or two, that that, uh, lettuce seed will be germinated. Then you separate it out so that you got about one plant every about an inch or so. It will grow up within about 30 to 40 days, and all you do is clip it. And if you clip it right, meaning just above where the crown of the plant is, it will regrow and replenish itself. The beauty of lettuce is, ladies and gentlemen, it's renewable. And once that pot wears itself out, you can always plant another one and have lettuce all the way up to nearly Christmas time. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is... Leaf lettuce. You've been into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to hear from you today. And uh, we'd love to be part of the world today helping you about uh, how you should uh, have the best landscape ever, but more so how to stay safe. Um, like I earlier alluded to, um, the, I've, the, the level of damage that I saw this week is just mind-boggling. But uh, I think the reality is that we can rebuild, and here, here on Garden Talk, we'll help all of you rebuild your landscapes that have been ripped apart Give us a call today at 457-1290. If you've got some storm damage plants, you want to talk about it. More so, we'll try to talk you through what you should or should not do. Give us a call. Before we do anything else, without further ado, let's join our friend and mine, Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I wasn't intending to get all riled up this morning. <laughs> Oh my well, it God. wouldn't be a, it wouldn't it wouldn't be <laughs> like any other day if you didn't. <laughs> no, I really don't like getting that riled up. But good God, um, I, I just don't get this whole anti-certification thing. But um, yeah, um, well, I think the takeaway point there is is safety, though, and it's mm-hmm. it's great that folks are are putting themselves out there to help there just needs to be uh there needs to be a focus on safety it's because right. uh, i've personally had a chainsaw bounce out of a piece of wood and, and <laughs> think my leg was the next thing it should cut so yeah, yeah. and you don't expect it and if you're there are uh there are safety items in place that aren't that expensive it's just a good idea. Well, and, 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 and it's about thinking. I know how to say this. In, in the world of arboriculture, training is everything, and thinking is part of the training, meaning that certified arborists, the vast majority of which have been tested on what safety standards are, what the safety standards mean, and more so how to follow the safety standards, and more so they follow a code of ethics, Rich, that says that they'll follow the safety standards. So for that, for that, that's pretty huge. So for example, you know, um, when the guy called and he wanted to challenge me about, about certification, he had no clue what the safety standards were for arboricultural operations in the United States was, and he's in the business. 
And if he doesn't know, that's even scarier because my guess is every day he is living on borrowed time. And I, I often talk about this in, in other circles because, you know, you might get away with something not so safe today and you do it tomorrow and you do it again. That's taking unnecessary risks. Okay. And these, Mm -hmm. this type of work is dangerous. It's dangerous, hazardous work. And the way that you reduce the danger is not taking the risk. And the reason you can't take, you don't take the risk is because you follow the safety standards. And so I just, oh, I just, I, I, I can't even bear to think uh, sometimes about people putting their own lives and, and other lives of people's in danger. Basically, basically they, they plead stupidity or more so they, they claim that they don't need to be certified and all that. They may claim they're bonded and all that. But does that put your arm back on? Does that put your leg back on? Does that put your head back on if it fall, gets chopped off with a chainsaw or a tree? And uh, well, and yeah, folks need to approach this without um, without the emotion that is attached to a tragedy like this because th- it is extraordinary that 15 tornadoes went through our area in a single episode, a single instance. There is a lot of damage. There are a lot of people that are suffering and struggling because of that. And it is remarkable and commendable that so many others have come in to help. What right. we need are folks that know what they're doing, that can, can be on those sites and have a leadership role and be operating the equipment. I know personally that the biggest part of the work is the ground crew. We need a lot of people dragging the stuff once it's, you know, once it's cut into smaller pieces. Right. And so if we can if we can approach with a clear mind with absolutely celebrating that that folks want to come in and help that's that's amazing let's do it in a safe way have someone on those sites that knows what they're doing and is operating safely and can maintain that safe environment for everyone else so no one else is injured and i i think that's the important part of it because yep. we do need all hands on deck. We, we need the whole village out there right now. And if you want to help right now, ladies and gentlemen, we need your money. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. Everybody wants to help with this thing, but to really help, these people need food. I mean, it's kind of scary when you think about not having food. And we need to raise 20000 bucks by Monday morning. And we need every single listener of Garden Talk. You guys have listened to me for 28 years. Have I ever charged you once on the radio for my advice, Richmond? You have not. I have not charged anyone for 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 28 years at three hours a a, a week for free gardening advice from a board certified master arborist. I have never charged anyone on the radio. So Mark is asking you, he's begging you, he's pleading you to go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief, make a donation that can help feed your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, people who have had their lives ripped out from beneath them that don't have a roof on their head anymore. They don't have a bed to sleep in anymore probably don't have any cash anymore even to buy the next meal. Mm-hmm. To me, absolutely. if you want to do something right, this is your opportunity to be a stand-up person and do the right thing. Again, whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Do the right thing. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> 
And Rich, you and I are going to do something this coming Thursday, if I remember correctly. Uh, you do remember correctly. Yes, we are. And uh, it's uh, fortunately, we did not have the the wind event come through Snyder Park, which right. is is remarkable. Um, but yeah, we're going to be looking at uh, uh, an assortment of disease conditions and, and uh, some of them are cultural and some of them are uh, not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been, it's been great for me because I've been kind of on a treasure hunt and uh, I found some unusual things that I think you'll, uh, you know, they're not your uh, average disease conditions. And so if you are in, yeah, so if you are in the greens industry, if you're a nursery person or landscape person, a tree person, even if you're not a certified arborist, we like for you to come be part of Rich and I's event. It's going to be held at Snyder Park and Gardens and Arboretum at 1900 Park Road in Springfield, Ohio, this coming Thursday. We start at 12 o'clock, bring a lunch because we actually hang out and eat food and give each other a hard time. <laughs> and at 1230, we'll begin the commitment commencement of, of this event. You can sign up for this at the Ohio Chapter ISA website under the events section. We ask for a $20 donation. Every dollar from that donation goes to toward education. So that if someone that's like Dan, who wants, who does tree work, would like to become a certified arborist, the Ohio chapter ISA will actually pay for Dan to do it if he wins a scholarship. Isn't that pretty cool? So, you know, and so, you know, we give back to what we do. So we would love for you, if you are in the industry, want to learn about tree defects, tree ID, tree decay, um, we're going to do that at Snyder Park this coming Thursday, and we'd love to have you there as well. And if you are a certified arborist or a certified forester or a nursery and landscape technician, there are continuing education credits. And for 20 bucks, that's a pretty cheap continuing education credit. Rich, I must go. Thanks a million. I'll see you. Uh, I guess I'll see you Wednesday, too. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, uh, I sent you an email about that. Yeah, I'll see you Wednesday. God willing, and the creek doesn't rise. Talk to you soon, okay? okay. Right. <laughs> Bye-bye. More Garden Bye-bye. Talk will continue after this on, on 1290 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.